so we are so excited. We are here to talk weddings and to talk about the royal wedding and our royally ever after movie for Hallmark. And uh, I'm Rachel and Amber's here. Hello, everybody. Yeah. And, uh, and then we have very exciting. My friend Heidi is here to talk about this with us. She's our world traveler. And uh, she's, uh, she's very nice to come on the podcast. Hello, I'm very excited to be here. Thanks so much. And the reason why I thought to invite Heidi onto the podcast is that you are a, a very seasoned traveler, as I said, and you were at the, you were in England, London, for the uh, last nuptials with William and Kate. I was, so, yes. And you're a big royal fan, following the royal family, <laughs> yeah. all that fun stuff. So what was that like? Tell us sort of about what happened in the trip and everything. Oh gosh, it was amazing. I just relived it all watching this wedding and reading up on it and everything. It was, it was so fun. We, um, I believe we got there just the night before. And then the next day we woke up at about four in the morning um, and took the tube over to Westminster Abbey. And we stood for hours and hours and hours behind a barricade but it was so fun because there was just so much excitement in the air everyone was so happy and singing songs and and just everyone was talking um and then they put another set of barricades up and let us kind of rush to the front where the procession was going to come so i was right across the street from westminster abbey um and we stood for another several hours so all told i believe i was there for seven hours standing watching watching the procession watching the guests come we saw we were right across from the doors where um like elton john and the beckhams and um a few of the lesser royals went mm -hmm. through mm -hmm. um it was just it was fascinating we talked to the dean of westminster and um uh, several of the police officers and things it was it was fascinating it was yeah. a blast saying like god save the queen with the crowd and it was it was unforgettable Mm -hmm. it was like so comic-con but for royals right exactly yes <laughs> it was so just a bunch of crazy people lining the street yeah it was so great that's really cool yeah that sounds it exhausting was, it, it was fun. exhausting yeah we were in pain by the end because we stood the entire time yeah <laughs> but it was great i mean it was worth it yeah that's yeah. really cool that's really cool. Uh, so yes, so we had the wedding of William and Kate uh, in 2011, right? Yep. Yeah. And, and that was a really fun memory for me because uh, I had a party uh, and my friends came and we all made our own hats. Um, with a, it was pretty fun. Yeah, I just got like these straw hats because the only ones I could find. Um, but we kind of manipulated them and, and played with them and put um, flowers, glue gun flowers uh, onto them. And it was fun. And, and uh, we had scones and, and uh, all that fun stuff, a tea, herbal tea. And, uh, and it was just, it was kind of a, a tough time for me in my life. And so it was a, just a, a happy thing. And that's how I kind of felt about this. Like I needed something that was just happy. Yeah. You know, that was just joyful. And that's kind of how I felt about this wedding too. Is it just people are in love. Love's a good thing. It's happy. Yes. It there's a collective joy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it had great. been a long time since I had felt sort of like 
collective joy. Like I, I think I, I tweeted something similar to that. Like it, it might sound weird, but like the last time I really remember feeling that way, where just everybody was enjoying something all together, was uh, was for like the Force Awakens. I remember yeah. when I went to that with my friends, and it was just like the sense of just collective happiness. <laughs> yeah, it's fun. true. It was fun, uh, but um, yeah. So Amber. Uh, do you remember what you did for the two th- for um, William and Kate? Yeah, so honestly, it wasn't too different from what we ended up doing for this year, um, except for instead of with my friend, it was just with all my nieces. Um, this year it was with all my nieces. Last time it was with my friends. But um, my friend and I, like we, you know, had a tea set up. We had scones and all that jazz. We wore fascinators and had on fancy dresses, and we stayed up. The entire night we didn't go to bed. We were watching like pre-coverage and then we were watching like all the people arriving and then finally the actual moment. And I think theirs was earlier in the night than um, William and Kate's was earlier than in the, yeah, like, I, in the day. I think you're right. Um, because I, I, I feel like part of the reason why I was kind of grumpy pants was because this was at, like I was awake until five in the morning as opposed to like only being awake until like three in the morning or whatever. But also I'm older now and apparently that requires more sleep. But um, so this year was fun because it was just like me and my six nieces and I got them all fascinators and I bought them all Aww. fancy dresses and I made each of them a little bouquet of flowers and we had the food and like they were all wearing like fancy gloves. Like we went bananas Aww. and they were so grouchy <laughs> by like midnight. And then we started watching the William and Kate Lifetime movie. It was like a whole thing. And then by five in the morning, they were all asleep. So they missed it. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm so jealous though, because all my nieces are far away and so can't do things like that. I mean, to um, be fair, I shouldn't have had to, I shouldn't expect, you know, nine to five year olds to yeah. stay awake all night. Well, and for, for William and Kate, I just watched it on the DVR. I, we, at our party, we just had that later on in the evening. Mm-hmm. I didn't even like stay up, but I just have insomnia now. And so. <laughs> Yeah. I just stayed up. But um, did you have fun with your daughter, Heidi? Uh, did you do anything fun or? Yeah, we, we did. We, um, so I told you uh, we were going to go to Park City. Right, right. And right. that ended up falling through. So my sisters ended up coming over last minute. Um, and so we just, my sisters and Lizzie and I watched it oh, in the basement. So yeah, it was fun. That's really, really cute. It was well, great. so we're going to go over some of just the details of the wedding. Uh, so it started out, uh, Harry and William were the first to kind of really appear. And they were wearing blues and royals uniforms. Uh, and these are for the guardians of the royal family. Mm-hmm. And uh, Harry is the captain general of the Royal Marines after his grandfather retired in 2017. And so this is different than what William wore, which was the red um, jacket. And I don't know, I thought they looked very handsome. And it was cute to see the two of them, uh, you know, interacting. You can tell that they have a really nice, uh, I thought, sibling relationship. It was fun to see. Yeah, Yeah, they are always fun to see together. Yeah. I love trying to read their mouths and then, like, I never can. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It always, it's fun to try to figure out what they're saying to each other. 
kind yeah. of covertly. <laughs> yeah, so William, I guess, wore the Irish guards look is what I read. Mm -hmm. So there you go. Um, and so let's talk about some of the celebrities that we had. Um, we had uh, Oprah. What do you think of Oprah? Um, I thought Oprah I was looked like, great. Way to go, Oprah. Way to be there. But also I was <laughs> like, Oprah, I wish you had on a different dress. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I, thought I thought she was, looked great. Yeah. I thought that it was a nice color for her. It was a good yeah. color, but yeah. it, she could have had a better cut. Yeah, I agree with you. But uh, I'm very picky, Heidi. You don't know this yet. <laughs> that is, that's okay. <laughs> that is okay. You're allowed. So then one of the highlights of, I guess, not red carpet, but it felt like a red carpet, was Amal Clooney. George and Amal Clooney, her, mm -hmm. she was in a yellow uh, dress with a yellow hat that I thought looked beautiful. I mean, she's so beautiful. She's one of those people that could, could probably wear a burlap sack and it would look beautiful. Um, but I thought she looked gorgeous, was one of the highlights to me. Yeah. She looked good. She looked fantastic. Mm -hmm. She was yeah. awesome. Yeah. And my uh, favorite dress outfit lady. Mm -hmm was Kitty Spencer. Do you remember her? She had on that like green and floral and like a, she, the amazing hat. She looked amazing. Killed it. She mm -hmm. killed it. Her hat was unreal. There was someone, I don't remember her first name, but the last name was Greenwood and she was wearing a, a green dress and a green hat and it was appalling. Her, mm -hmm. the greens were completely wrong. They didn't match. And then I saw Kitty Spencer and I was like, yes, this is how it's done. You look yeah. amazing. <laughs> she was incredible. She looked so good. Well, we also had the whole cast of Suits there. Yes. Well, not the whole cast. Gina Torres looked incredible. Mm -hmm. Just have to say that, too. Yeah. And James Corden was there. Uh, Serena Williams was there. Mm -hmm. They all looked pretty nice. I liked Pippa's uh, outfit. I thought her, her hat was very, her fascinator was very Oh, pretty. yeah. And her dress was great. so, so nice. Oh, mm -hmm. yeah. But I expect beautiful. that from Pippa. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and, like, how close was that the same outfit that kate middleton's mom was wearing to that she wore to kate and william's wedding because i swear it was like almost identical I, I didn't notice that but i but they did say that kate middleton's dress she wore to the christen to charlotte's christening i guess so she reuses dresses which i i'm actually she does yeah which is I, great yeah why not ridiculous yeah. um so yeah, I mean, this whole wedding was definitely smaller. It was more understated than William and Kate's wedding, which makes sense because he's not as high in the, you know, order of whatever. And, and just and, getting lower. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, it was just more, it felt more intimate, more small to me. Uh, so let's talk about the royal family. But first, uh, oh, actually, this is part of the royal family, but kind of not. But kind of, yeah. Sarah Ferguson getting to be in the choir was everything. <laughs> like, can we just talk about the fact that Fergie got to be invited? I was losing my mind. And this was when it was still yeah. like mm, three o'clock, four o'clock here. So I was like not quite grouchy, but she came in and I was like, where's she going to sit? And she got into the, into like the choir area and I was like, Oh, what's she going to do? Where's she going to, is she just like visiting people in there? Is she going to like actually stay in there? And she got to stay in there and obviously she didn't yeah. sit on the Royal side, but yeah. Oh, she was in there. I died. I was so excited. <laughs> what did we, what did we, yeah. What did we think of the queen in green? 
and she had a bright pretty bright green jacket kind of on. yeah um the queen's the best <laughs> i love her i love that she will wear these bright colors it's amazing yeah yeah and she uh one of the commentators i was talking to says that when she goes out she always wears the bright colors because she's so little that it's hard for crowds to see her but if she wears bright colors then like people far away can be like that's the queen oh that's cool it's so cute that's really cute so she really does it in service to the people that she wears the bright colors so that they can spot her the just the best appointment for me of the guests was beatrice and eugenie their hats were very disappointing they They had to do it they were they were crucified at the last wedding for their hats. They I saw them and instantly thought, oh, of course they went really understated because yeah. they were they were ripped to shreds at Will's wedding. <laughs> but they were ripped to shreds, but it was also kind of a highlight. So it was uh, it I, was I, amazing. I, I guess I can understand from their perspective, but I guess I was hoping they would go sort of Lady Gaga and just sort of embrace it yeah uh, but i can understand i guess why well know. i think the thing is too they weren't trying to i mean at will and kate's wedding they weren't trying to be like look at us we're stealing the show and i think if they had t- done anything like that then people would have come at them and said like oh you're just trying to upstage the bride mm-hmm. you're trying to blah 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 whereas this way they're like make fun of my pillbox hat now bees like <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> it's true I, there were a lot of mean comparisons to the stepsisters in Cinderella. I remember there always are for <laughs> for Beatrice and Eugene. I, I love them, and like yeah. I know we're not going to get to have a big giant wedding for Eugenie, but I want one so bad. Yeah, they're my favorite. It, it, it would be they're great. It would be fun. Um, so yeah, then we had uh, the other, I guess, notable family. Uh, we had Megan's mother. Mm-hmm. uh doria ragland and she was so sweet i thought this whole mm-hmm. wedding she was she just was lovely she was so cute her facial expressions and she just she she was so sweet and i really loved i have to say i really loved the way prince charles kind of when they walked out on the steps afterwards he was he looked like he was being so kind and so considerate of her i loved yeah. that you really got a feeling in this wedding, maybe more so than William and Kate, that this really is a family. Yeah. This is a fam this was a family wedding that we were all like able to spy in on. Yeah. It, which was kind of sweet, I thought. And uh, you know, you, you can kind of forget that because they're 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 the royal family, but they are right. still family. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh and so then we got the arrival of Megan. Uh so uh let's talk about just her arrival first and then we'll talk about the dress but so she decided so her father wasn't able to make it because he had heart problems issues anyway and so she ended up walking uh, half the way by herself with her her um bridesmaids and uh pages and um uh page boys and then uh prince charles walked her the rest of the way up the aisle first of all how adorable was it that she picked all children as her attendees that was so cute so cute i loved that yeah and uh and charlotte was so adorable <laughs> she is the cutest thing i thought they were so cute i thought that was a real i've never seen that at a wedding to people just use all children as your attendants that was really cute i thought cute. anyway yeah and then she has prince charles walker the rest of the way down the aisle which was mm-hmm. very sweet i thought and according to my terrible lip reading 
um, when Prince Charles like dropped her off, Prince Harry was like, "Thank you, Pa." That's what I thought he said too, and and my sisters were like, "No, he would not say that." And I'm like, "I think he did. I think that's what he said." Um, you and your viewing and me and my viewing both coming up to the same conclusion. I believe that's a fact. <laughs> yeah, it is. We're gonna say that's fact now. Yes, yeah. and it was adorable when he said it was adorable. Cute. And she had a uh, she had a long veil, which then Harry took off, and that was one of the the best moments. I always say with my friends that are wedding dress shopping, you need to get a a veil. Like people think they don't need a veil, but the veil is what just distinguishes a dress from a prom dress into a wedding dress. It just makes the look. And uh, when she had that moment, when she she uh, he took off the veil and she was just beaming, it was so cute. I thought really one of the highlights of the of the night for me that was very cute yeah and so her dress uh there was lots of speculation about the dress it ended up being designed by Givenchy and uh, by a designer named claire Waite keller did have a long train and the tiara she got from the queen it was the windsor windsor tiara uh so uh heidi what do you think of the dress i thought it was fab fantastic i thought it was just beautiful yeah i loved it the yeah. veil was stunning. I was surprised that it it was more traditional than I was expecting. The whole wedding was more traditional than I was expecting because she's always been billed as a super modern whatever woman and everything felt very, very traditional. Um, and uh, it, it, it felt like something from the, I would say from the fifties kind of uh, had sort of that, that those styles. Mm -hmm. And I thought it was, I thought it was pretty uh and uh, she you know she looked pretty i i really like I said loved the veil and uh yeah it was it was it was it was very simple but the message of the whole wedding seemed to be about tradition and simplicity and family it was uh, so i don't know i guess it makes sense when you think about it but uh but amber what did, what did you think of the dress uh mhm mm <laughs> yeah <laughs> She came out in her dress, and I was like, meh. I mean, it's nice. Mm -hmm. I was not wowed. I feel like, as the bride, you should probably strive to have a better dress than the people coming to your thing. And I don't feel like she was even in the top, like, 30 of dresses that have attended her wedding. Mm -hmm. <laughs> don't you? No, I was like, okay, whatever. This I mean, I it's loved fine. It. it was lovely. She looked great, but I felt like it could have been more. Yeah. It's, I mean, whatever. It's what she wanted, I guess. I thought she looked great. I loved it, but but it was nothing to Kate's dress. No. I mean, nothing to Kate's dress. Yeah. Fact. I agree but again, I mean, I thought she looked great. I thought it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I agree. And she had her hair up with um, with some bangs out. Um, which was an interesting choice and uh yeah so there you go uh and she did have a second dress that she wore later that i um that was more of like a halter top kind of a top mm -hmm. uh yeah and uh, that i actually thought was a little bit more flattering um but they were both pretty they showed off uh her her um curves like she doesn't have curves but just showed her body well i thought she has no curves <laughs> yeah the, i <laughs> mean her, and her, her well. evening dress or whatever yeah. her reception dress was way better than her actual bridesmaid like her actual wedding dress so mm -hmm. like 
I just feel like she made mistakes. Mistakes were made. <laughs> but as long as she was happy with it, that's all that matters. Yeah, okay. like, and we're never going to talk about it together, so she doesn't <laughs> care what I think. Yeah. I just sort of feel like Grace Kelly is the gold standard of princess wedding dresses. Uh-huh. And she had to know there was already going to be comparisons to the Grace Kelly thing. Uh-huh. And, of course, the Kate thing. Yeah. So, at... I mean, I guess she decided to not compete with them. But really, you should try to be better than them. Like, that's the whole point of fashion is to move forward and to try to improve. Yeah, but I just, like, fashion whatever, is fine. also extremely subjective. So she maybe she did think that. Oh, yeah. I just... Uh, so, uh, so anyway, moving on. Uh, there was a singer... Uh, that I thought was beautiful. As she walked down the aisle, there was a singer, her name, she was a Welsh soprano, Alyn Manahan Thomas. And then later on, there was a cellist named Shaku Kana Mason. And I thought, as a whole, I thought all the music was beautiful and very traditional, uh, except for one moment. Um, But I I thought that was really, it wasn't like a traditional wedding march, but it was, I just thought it was beautiful. And did they walk down the aisle too fast? Because it was like a full two minutes of them just listening to her sing. Um, I don't know. I, 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 I just thought it was so pretty. Uh, it sounded really nice. And then we got a um, reading from Diana's sister, Jane Fellows. So that was nice. And then they had their first sort of vows. And the vows are very traditional. Uh, very traditional vows. Uh, you know, I was, I was a little surprised that they threw in the they love honor protect uh, she swore that that uh, as that uh, harry would love honor and protect her rich and for richer or poor of course um and i don't know i just because she's billed as this like super feminist and i was a little surprised but i thought it was sweet and nice and he said everything was very traditional i thought yeah it was mm-hmm. i thought it was great mm-hmm. and they could just tell they were so much in love it was so cute uh like the way they were kind of whispering to each other and that was really fun and um so then we got after they did their first vows before they did the rings later um uh we had bishop michael curry gave the address he's the one of the heads of the church uh, uh of um Episcopalian uh, Church. Episcopalian, sorry. Yeah, one of the heads of the Episcopalian Church here in America brought him over, and uh, it was definitely boisterous for the uh, the royal family. But actually, <laughs> what did you think of what he had to say? Heidi? I I died. I was <laughs> dead. We yeah. were in my in my room. We were screaming. But this is my my, my sisters and I are all of one mind basically <laughs> when it comes to this. Like. You are in this chapel. You need to keep it. You need to pull yourself together. It was too much for me. I was like, what was it? 13 minutes long? About Mm -hmm. two minutes in, I was like, sit down. Mm -hmm. I've had enough. Mm -hmm. You're making a fool of yourself. And just, we were were in hysterics. Like, I couldn't even breathe looking at the people's faces in the audience. I was dying. The royals were like, what? What? we can't have this i i couldn't take it but yeah. i think i'm i think i'm in the minority with that i don't know amber what do you think i don't think you're in the minority on this podcast <laughs> um it was it was way too much for me i mean like i understand people appreciate that and i appreciate that kind of preaching sometimes but 
like, I feel like I can only appreciate that kind of preaching when you're in a setting where it's appropriate to be like, hallelujah, amen. And this is not a setting where people are, they're not allowed to clap. They're not allowed to react, to respond. So him acting in that way, like, I know that's how he preaches and that's what they signed up for and that's fine. But it was just like not appropriate for the occasion. And so since no one was allowed to be like, hallelujah, it was just like really awkward and weird. It's Mm -hmm. like, and like his message was good, like, you know, but he also just was very repetitive and he kept saying the same things over and over and over. And like, because it was so uncomfortable because everyone couldn't respond in the way that you have to in order for these sermons to build and to, to whatever it was just like super awkward for me. And I was like, this is not okay for five thirty in the morning. No, <laughs> it was, I was like ready to lose my freaking mind by the end of it. I just was, we had, we had lost it. And clearly the, clearly the Royal, I mean, everyone in that audience, everyone in that church was just their face. It was so dang funny. Yeah. I loved, I loved the reactions of the people in the church. <laughs> the reactions were pretty funny. I, I guess I didn't mind it as much as you guys did. Uh, I thought it was, uh, I thought he had some really beautiful words. I thought he says, uh, he said at one point, uh, we must discover the power of love, the redemptive power of love. And when we discover that we will be able to make of this old world, a new world. Love is the only way. I thought that was really nice. And, um, and, uh, and then another quote that I wrote down is, um, he said, there's power in love. There's power in love to help and heal when nothing else can. There's power in love to lift up and liberate when nothing else will. There's power in love to show us the way to live. So that was really nice. Um, so it was definitely over the top and it was definitely, <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I kind of, I felt like his heart was in the right place and I enjoyed it. Um, and, uh, but yeah, it was definitely a, uh, it was definitely interesting. <laughs> yeah. Yes. I mean, was. I think the thing is, I think he just kept going longer because he was trying to wrench a response from people. Yes. I and believe, I was I like, right. I'm sorry, sir. This is not the crowd to wrench a response from. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, all right. Well, then they had the, the choir sing Stand By Me, which I thought was the, one of the highlights. I thought that was really cool. Really cool. Um. I thought the choir sounded great, but I thought the song choice was so strange again for that church. Um, You know, I was, I was fine with the song choice and the arrangement and everything. I felt like it was okay. Um, I just, uh, I don't know. It wasn't like, I mean, everyone was like, wow, I need that. Get that recording. It was the best thing I've ever heard. And I was like, have you guys, have you not been around a lot of choirs? Like that was (laughs) like a good performance, but it was not outstanding. Like, like, if I was going to give it an A, I'd give, I mean, like, a grade, I'd have given it, like, an A minus A. Like, great job, but also not, like, hold the phone. Did you guys just hear that? Let me rewind and listen to it again. Yeah. That's how people were reacting. And, like, as we've learned this week, like, Leanne Laurel, everyone hears things differently. But um, it just was, I was like, <laughs> it's fine. Yeah, I I thought it was cool because they did all these traditional hymns, and uh, those were beautiful. But it was it was just I never heard that played at a wedding, and I thought it was kind of nice. Um, so I, I enjoyed that, and uh, yeah, and then uh, that was basically uh the the end of the wedding. They they had their they exchanged rings, and uh, Harry is actually going to wear a wedding band, which I guess is somewhat breaking tradition. 
uh, because Charles and um, William did not wear wedding bands. So that's interesting. And yeah, and then we had the uh, processional going through town and that was really fun. And then they had two receptions. So there you go. That was the royal wedding. And uh, it was just something I just felt like I needed, just something super happy. And I could just enjoy them being in love and enjoy uh, enjoy watching it. I just had a great time with it. <laughs> so it was yeah, a lot of fun. There we go. Yeah. And uh, it probably will be the last royal wedding televised for a long time. So I know it makes me kind of sad yeah i mean I, like if there is demand for it can't we just get eugenie's on that's yeah. what i'm thinking come on throw us a bone here wait i'd love to see it yeah I like i don't care how big it is like i just want to see eugenie yeah, yeah i would love it then we had royally ever after was the movie that night from hallmark and we were pretty excited uh for this because we had interviewed the director lee friedlander Ooh. And we had interviewed far Fiona Gubelman. <laughs> so we were pretty pumped, I think, for this movie. Um, but I'm really curious uh, for your response, uh, Heidi, since, I, I don't know, are you a regular Hallmark movie watcher or not? I am not. Okay. But I will watch them every once in a while, and I think they're adorable. Oh, good. <laughs> um, now, would you say you're like a Christmas viewer or like a yeah, Christmas probably. sometimes? Probably a Christmas viewer. Yeah. 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 Uh, that's, that's the majority, I believe, of the Hallmarkies yeah. crowd. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this plot in this movie is about a school teacher named Sarah who ha boyfriend Danny proposes and then he tells her that he is a prince and he has permission from his parents in order to, for them to get married. So she goes to St. Ives, where he is the prince, and uh, his parents are not that big of fans of her, and they make things difficult, and his sister is especially not a big fan, and, uh, and then hit, her parents end up getting involved, and all that fun stuff, and um, so Heidi, what was your overall feeling about this film? I thought it was super cute. Um, I mean, I think it followed the the uh, formula of Hallmark movies, you know, but yeah. which is to be expected. I don't know. I guess I don't. I thought it was adorable. Yeah, I will. I will. I would watch it again. I watched it by myself. I would watch it again with Lizzie or my sisters or my sister's-in-law or whatever. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, you talk about a few ways that it actually breaks formula, but but yeah, that's good to hear. Amber, what did you think of it? overall. I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, there were some things that didn't work for me, but okay. for the most part, I thought it was really cute. Fiona Gubelman in this was insanely adorable. Yeah. Like it was ridiculous. Yeah. Um, yeah. So it was, it was really, it was a good time all around. Mm -hmm. And cute. I really, really enjoyed it too. I don't think it, there's another one this year called Royal Hearts, which I think is still my favorite of these royal movies um from this year but uh but this was very very sweet and I, it was kind of refreshing in a lot of ways we'll talk about it but um but yes i agree fiona goldman was adorable she was just you could just tell she was having the time of her life which she was if you listen to our interview uh, and this is her third movie for hallmark that she's done she had done tulips in spring which 
It's not our fave. Um, and then Christmas Next Door, which I really liked. Uh, and um, so, yeah. And then uh, her uh, fiance is played by Torrance Coombs, and this was his Hallmark debut. And uh, what do you think of uh, what do you think of him? I thought he was great. I thought he was super cute. Played the part really well. Amber, um, I thought his. I thought he did a good job. Some of the stuff that the prince was doing was super irritating to me, like not telling her royal protocols before they went there. Mm. Like That's true. <laughs> like, I mean, how hard would it have been for him to be like, oh, this is just like the, the training session they have halfway through. Why couldn't he have just told her that stuff? Like, yeah. if I was going to go someplace and my boyfriend was like, good luck, I would be mad. <laughs> and he just kind of was like, you're cute, it's fine. And I'm like, well, no, there's like legitimate protocols and ways to do things. So why don't you just tell me a little bit about your culture? Yeah, I do agree with you there. I, but I did love like the little training montages and stuff like that were super cute. And uh, I thought they had good chemistry together, mm -hmm. which goes a long way with this. And one of the things that makes this movie really unique is that uh, they actually are start out in love. And so you actually, I think I tweeted out that they actually kissed at the two minute, 53 second mark, which was very exciting. Like normally <laughs> wait until the, until you have two minutes and 53 seconds left in the movie. And then you finally, um, but uh, this was, the, the fact that they were actually a couple and getting together was kind of unique for a Hallmark movie. Well, not for a sequel, but definitely for a first one. Yeah, 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 yeah. For a first time movie. It was, it was kind of unique. And so they were pretty affectionate, which I thought was fun. What do you think, Heidi? I, I, like I said, I don't watch very many Hallmark <laughs> movies. And I, I think that the whole, the whole thing was pretty cliched and, you know, predictable, but it was adorable. I mean, it was yeah. just so cute. I thought both of the actors, the, the main actors were just so cute and seemed like they were having a great time. And Fiona was awesome and seriously adorable. Where has she been? Does she just do Hallmark? Um, so she's done the three f films for Hallmark, but she's mm -hmm. also on the show, The Good Doctor. And if you've ever heard of that show. Oh, I have. Yeah. Who is she? She plays, oh, forget her name, the character's name, but she's kind of a catty, kind of competitive doctor. I will have to keep my eyes peeled because I do watch that. Yeah. She's totally different character in that show okay. than on, on this because she's kind of cutthroat. And um, yeah. she's, a, she's one of the residents that is trying to get the same spots as some of these other doctors. And so okay. she's basically like, I'm going to, you know, we're in this is a competition. Like, you know, yeah. so she's not super cute. I mean, she's good, but she's, it's a diff totally different than here. Okay. But, uh, but yeah, and she's done a couple other shows. She did um, One Day at a Time for Netflix. She had uh -huh. a role in there and uh, a couple other things. But she's, she's really a fun actress. I really enjoy her. And I had never seen Torrance Coombs before. But evidently, I don't care either. Evidently, he's on Rain, or he was, or I don't know. Yeah, Hallmark is like, we need a British guy. Let's go to Rain and get these Canadian guys who <laughs> pretend to be British pretty well. Yeah, and he did do a really good job pretending to be British. And the whole thing was filmed in Ireland, and I think it was very pretty. It, it was. Job. It, it looked expensive, uh, and I loved all the little, like, picnics that they went on. I'm a big fan 
one thing I don't like in these Hallmark movies is when the couple doesn't really get to spend very much time together because there's various controversies that keep them apart. Mm-hmm. So you, you never get to see them like going on cute little dates and, and whatever. Like I like that kind of stuff. And so this had tons of that and I was a big fan. I liked when they went to the soda shop and had their cute little date. And I don't know. I, lo- I like that. Yeah. Um, actually, a lot of this movie reminded me of a lot of the beats that they took out of Once Upon a Prince mm-hmm. that I liked from the book, like the, sh- the oh, show to right. shop yeah, yeah. thing and, mm-hmm. and like running from the paparazzi. Um, so that was, that That's was interesting and fun. from this year, Heidi, that was pretty good. What's it called? Once Upon a Prince. Okay. It was pretty cute. I'll take a look. So she was kind of like, a, uh, I forget, I'm trying to think. She, she had fun relationships with everybody in the staff mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. was pretty enjoyable. Yeah. I really liked, yeah. I liked, you know, her, her interacting with the staff and bringing the muffins and getting them to make her protein shakes and all that stuff. Yeah. I was kind of like, Oh, you're in a vacation at a castle. Stop going for jogs and eating protein shakes, but clearly fitness and nutrition are not like my thing. I'm like, give me cookies. I need to binge watch a hundred Hallmark movies. But um, I, uh, I really, I did enjoy the cute little interaction she had, and I liked that she finally got over being hesitant of helping Lena do things. And one of the things that I thought was interesting that this movie did pretty well was a lot of the times I think people are like, oh my gosh, I don't want someone to like help me pick out my clothes and do my things. Like I'm a grown up, I can do those things for myself. But like everyone knows royal people can do those things for themselves. But the reason why they have like a lady's maid who picks out your outfits is because they provide jobs for people. Like running a a castle is not just like, just for fun. It's like, this is so people can have jobs. Like if the royal people just decided like, you know what, we're just going to cook our own meals. The entire kitchen staff would be out of jobs. And that would be a huge deal because there's like a staff of hundreds. Well, I put on Twitter, I'm like, if she just watched Downton Abbey, it would have have solved a lot of problems for her. Yeah, it's true. Matthew Crowley already like dealt with all this. He learned. (laughs) (laughs) So what did you think of, of the parents, her parents and his parents? At first, his parents drove me crazy. Obviously, the mom more than the dad. I felt like the dad was trying to be a little bit more understanding of things. Mm -hmm. And her parents, while adorable, kind of made me cringe a little bit. Just because Mm -hmm. they were, I think they were supposed to. You know, they were just like these working class, like, you know, these folks that were, they were adorable. But they were a little bit cringy, which was was the point. And it was cute. Her parents were a little much for me. I'm not going to lie. Like, his parents were, like, right on par with, like, stiff queen. Like, that's just standard practice. I'm used to it. But her parents were a little too, like, well, golly gee, they done got plumbing in this place. Like, it was way too much for me. I'm Any normal person could handle the fact that, like, oh, ooh, uh, yeah, it's fine if the butler takes our luggage. Not like, yeah. is that luggage guy gonna steal my <laughs> luggage? Like, and then, I, know, I don't know why they made them that? like. People from New Jersey are not like they've never seen television movies before. Like they've seen Cinderella, they understand what footmen are. 
funny though how she uh she told she said i think her mom was in food distribution or something yeah. like that, and her dad said property development, <laughs> property development. <laughs> yeah it's pretty funny i'm like just be real come on <laughs> but also like it was so foolish of these british you know, St. Ives, whatever, parents to think that bringing her parents would help. Like, he's already met them. He knows them. You know, like, why on earth would that be somehow dissuade him from being interested in her? They were like, oh, this will help quash the rumors of the relationship. Yeah. I'm well, like, yeah, inviting the in-laws over is super <laughs> casual. Yeah, right. We're just going to tell everyone this is a warm friendship. You know? <laughs> it doesn't work. <laughs> like literally nobody's buying that queen <laughs> right it was your worst idea it was it was fun but uh, but i actually thought it was kind of cool that his parents they tried i think at least to develop them as like develop their characters a little bit give mm-hmm. them some time together give them some dialogue uh which i i thought was nice at least they weren't just complete stiffs like they had some character development which i like yeah yeah but they i thought they nailed the party scene when she comes down i thought that whole scene just worked great her dress was so beautiful even her dancing that whole party scene i thought was her saying no like they nailed it yeah it reminds me of my favorite cinderella movie the slipper in the rose where she's oh. like i have to go bye because right. it'll be better for the kingdom i was like tell him that it was in love way to go you nailed it and i like certainly the- behaved like a princess yeah and she she packs up she she leaves and you think like he has a moment where he's gonna come after her but he's like too late and like I thought it was kind of cool that they let her be sad for just a little bit, a little bit of being sad. And like, it wasn't, I don't know. They could have made that ending even cheesier, like that, like him running after, you know, whatever. And her giddy. Like, I, I just felt like, Oh, that was cool that they like made him struggle a little bit, made her struggle a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and then finally we get our happy ending. Of course. <laughs> I loved the moment where she was sad in the kitchen with her mom and she's like, I'm just going to go away for a minute. And as she's leaving, she just like snags a cookie. I was like, that's correct. No protein shakes. This is a cookie moment. Yeah. You've got, you've got to have your comfort food right now. Yeah. And yeah, the proposal was really fun at the end. There you go. Royally ever after Amber, how many crowns did you give this one? I gave it 4.2 crowns. Yeah, very high. Pretty crap. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty yeah. high. So we give out of five crowns. Uh, Heidi, what do you think? You would, In your limited experience, what would you give it? I would say <laughs> four. Yeah. Mm, Heidi's a tough critic. I am really tough. <laughs> <laughs> I know nothing. <laughs> um i actually i'm gonna give it four and a half crowns i thought it was really fun i really enjoyed it there's not that much i would change yeah you could tone the parents down a little bit but that's about it i really liked like seeing an actual relationship and seeing the ebb and flow and, and uh it was it was refreshing for me and so i have in my ranking for hallmark movies i have of this year i have it a number four I have it just after One Winter Weekend, and I have it just before The Beach House. So there you go. There That's you go. I have it. I'm going to have to check these out. Yeah. <laughs> In my opinion, you can skip The Beach House. 
<laughs> no, don't listen to her. <laughs> it's, it's really good. Uh, so there you go. That is our thoughts on the wedding and on Royally Ever After. So that was pretty fun. And uh, let us know what you think about uh, this, and th about the wedding, about these, this movie. Put in the comment section or let us know on Twitter what your thoughts are. We'd love to hear. And Heidi, thank you so much for coming on and talking with us. This is so fun. This was great. Thanks so much for asking me. No problem. We're so thrilled. And well, uh, and uh, Amber, where can people find you? As always, I'm at Amber Brainwaves on Twitter, and that's it. Great. And you can find me at Rachel's Reviews on iTunes and on YouTube. Check that out. I'd really love for you to give my channel a listen. And make sure you're following us at Hallmarkies Podcast on uh, all the social media and anywhere you can listen to podcasts. We are on there. Check it out. We'd love your feedback and reviews. And uh, make sure you're checking out this uh, week. We have our review of a uh, recap of Good Witch. And then we also will be having uh, next week, we will be uh, looking at, we'll be ranking Lacey Chabert movies with our friend Emma from, from The Hall Remark. So that should be super fun. And because we all love Lacey Chabert. So <laughs> a lot of fun stuff going on. And uh, thanks so much. And uh, we will talk to you all later. Bye. Bye, Bye everybody. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs>